The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. You be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas where we uncover the truth one guest at a time for those who dare to seek Veritas is the place where they shall find I'm your host Mel Fabregas and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again and if this is your first time make yourself at home I want to thank all our members as always you are keeping Veritas alive and for over a year now we have been trying to make tonight's show a reality, and I'm glad we are finally getting it done. Tonight's special guest is none other than Richard C. Hoagland. NASA, fact or fiction? Richard will be with us shortly. And let me remind you that the auction for the very first advertising space for the Veritas website is now underway on eBay. You still have time to participate. The auction will end on Monday, May the 28th, and the winner will receive 30 days of advertising on our main page. For more information, click on the This Space Up For Auction link on our website, veritasshow.com. And if you want to listen to tonight's full show and all our past shows but cannot afford it, here's a solution. Transcribe a show. Click on the free subscription link of our website. And if you are ready and are capable to transcribe, contact us on or before May 31st and you will receive a six-month subscription 
which includes all our past and future shows, that's access to almost 100 shows for almost two years. Just for transcribing one show, after May 31st, we will revert to a three-month subscription instead. So don't wait any longer. This offer is ending very soon. To listen to the complete version of this and all our past and future shows, become a member. You will receive immediate access to all our inventory of shows, that's 77 to date, the Manticore Forum, and the Veritas Chatroom. Just head on over to our website, veritasshow.com, click on subscribe, and take Veritas with you. Oh, and don't forget, the sound quality is CD audio quality, which you won't get anywhere else. And those of you who are forum members know that my interaction with you does not end with Veritas. It only begins. We discuss news that you won't find anywhere else. It's your benefit as a member. And here are our upcoming guests. Next week, Jay Whitener, followed by Dr. Joseph Farrell, James Gilliland, and Jim Mars. You cannot get a better lineup. If this is not the most compelling reason for you to become a member, nothing else will convince you. And speaking of James Gilliland, I will be attending the eSETI 2010 Science, Spirit, and World Transformation Conference from July the 2nd through the 5th at James Gilliland's Ranch. Many of you have shared your experiences, and there's no way I will miss it this year. Some of you have already contacted me, letting me know you will be there, so I look forward to meeting you in person. For more information, click on the eSETI Conference banner on our website, veritasshow.com. And here's an update from Cliff High. I just wrote to Cliff asking him if it was only me who thought the media was absolutely underreporting and understating the magnitude of the Gulf of Mexico oil spill. This is what he said. Quote, How close are you to the volcano of oil in the Gulf? Luckily, I'm not close. He continued, Are you prepared to evacuate if they do some more screwiness down there and really unleash it? Our ill winds from nuked oil volcano linguistics are racking up fast. And consider that over the next few months, the habitability of the Gulf states may decrease rapidly in some areas, if not the majority of the region. The issue is much deeper, no pun intended, than anything you have likely heard about the oil volcano. The impact is that this fits our ill winds linguistics at an astonishing rate so far and continues to grow. The result equals, get ready for this, 1.289 billion dead in the next year to 19 months. This is likely the trigger for the diaspora later this year that drives 220 million north in North America and some 30 million south in South America. More later. Very, very dire news. Every time you hear the media say spill, internally, think oil volcano, unquote. Thanks, Cliff, for that update. And I was just put in touch with Adrian, or Adrian Salbucci, from Argentina. He was just on Ren's radio discussing the global economic collapse and the fact that Rockefellers have been in Argentina for over 50 to 60 years, buying lots of land. You know how he usually discussed how the Bush family purchased a very large piece of property 
in Paraguay too. Why all this money heading down to South America? Obviously, they know something that we don't. I will have Adrian on the show very soon. For updates and more news, visit our website and our forum and interact with enlightened members around the world. And now, get ready to shatter your paradigms about NASA. For over 50 years, this military agency, yes, not civil, you heard that right, military agency, has been operating as an illusion for the masses to make us believe space exploration is a reality. Did we really go to the moon? Are our astronauts heroes or victims? Who is really in charge of NASA? And what can this agency disclose? If you want to continue living in the illusion, stop this audio now. If you want to know the facts, don't go anywhere. Richard C. Hoagland is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from jamendo.com if you hear a song you like go over to our homepage veritasshow.com click on the guest look up the song and download it you can even buy the group's cds in many cases right there at jamendo.com This is Dr. Joseph Farrell, and you're listening to Veritas. Richard C. Hoagland is a former Space Science Museum curator, a former NASA consultant, and during the historic Apollo missions to the moon, was science advisor to Walter Cronkite and CBS News. For over 20 years, Hoagland has been leading an outside scientific team in a critically acclaimed independent analysis of possible intelligently designed artifacts on Mars. Richard and his team's investigations have been quietly extended to include over 30 years of previously hidden data from NASA, Soviet, and Pentagon missions to the moon. He is the co-author of the best-selling book, Dark Mission is one of the most popular long-term guests and science advisor of the very popular show Coast to Coast AM. And directly from New Mexico, for the first time on Veritas, Richard C. Hoagland. Hello, Richard, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hi there, Mel. Glad to be with you. I'm happy to have you. By the way, Richard, you don't happen to be the current U.S. ambassador to Kazakhstan, right? I say this because the ambassador's name is Richard Hoagland, and I know you speak with eloquence and diplomacy, but I just want to make sure I'm not speaking with a U.S. diplomat because that would change the angle of my questions. (laughs) No, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm aware of the gentleman, and it's not me. Great. Richard, for those around the world who may not be familiar with you, and there may be some, give us some background your saga, your awakening, and, and your evolution, which is something that happens to most of us. We seem to evolve, transform, and awake. Well, that's a tall order. Uh, gosh, someone asked me this the other day. It's, how did you get into this? And it's kind of like, I believe it's it's something to do with, uh, you know, if, if you want to really get metaphysical, some kind of a life path. If you start out asking questions, if you're a curious person, 
and eventually you reach a point where the road seems to be blocked, where the answers do not seem to be forthcoming. At that point, you should, at least I guess I did, uh, take stock and ask, you know, well, what's wrong here? What's what's wrong with this picture? Why am I not, you know, continuing a process? Which, of course, is what we call science. And that happened to me, oh, what, 20, 30 years ago, when I realized that NASA was not telling the truth, that it was lying to people, that it had found extraordinary things, that it was not divulging, that it wasn't publishing, that it was, in fact, actively trying to cover up. Um, So for me, I guess the epiphany, which was, as I said, part of this process, occurred quite a while ago, and it was because the process was not being served. I mean, science is supposed to be neutral, uh, value neutral, data neutral, politics neutral, racial neutral. It's just knowledge. I mean, science means knowledge. And when you find out, as I do, that certain knowledge keepers have as their function uh, keeping everybody else from that knowledge, that's for me when the lights came on and I said, wait a minute, uh, there's something really, really wrong here. And I simply continued down the road and tried to remove as best I could some of the barriers and go around some of them and tunnel through some of them. And uh, here we are. What was, and I know it must have been disappointing, what was the moment when you realized that the facade was not what it was supposed to be, the, the light bulb moment? I don't know whether I could describe it as disappointing, because what's on the other side of these barriers is extraordinary. I mean, it's, it's the truth of who we are. It's, it's who we are as a culture, as a species, as a civilization, as various peoples, human beings, on this little green dot. But what, what I discovered through the data you know, path was that there was certain information that NASA, who I had worked for, as you know, as a consultant uh, right. for some years... Uh, I had covered as part of my uh, professional broadcast responsibilities at CBS the missions going to and from the moon. Well, you can imagine, I guess, how I felt when I discovered that the things that we saw, the things that we were allowed to see during the Apollo program, was not, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. Right. And... and. Uh, I guess I'm not so much disappointed as I am saddened by the incredible uh, deprivation of most of humanity, because we cannot be sane, we cannot be proper stewards of this planet, we we certainly cannot fulfill our, our destiny, whatever that means, in the sense of achieving you know, justice and peace and honor and, and the things that we want to live in comedy with other human beings on this world if we are kept from who we really are. And that, to me, is kind of the big bottom line. What they're standing in the way of is us knowing who we are. And then, of course, everything else follows from that because that's the that's the mechanism of tyranny. That's, that's how you control people. That's how you uh, keep people in the dark so that they do what you want as opposed to what they want. And that appears to have been a process that's been very, very long in the making, and it's not going to be easily unraveled. And when I said uh, disappointment, I was mainly referring to the line, the secrecy, and that's what we call this show today, NASA Fact or Fiction. Is there any resemblance of the society we live in today and what we were taught in school growing up? Dimly. 
they're echoes. I mean, I met a lot of extraordinary people in NASA. I worked with them. Um, they are clueless. They're in the dark, and many of them don't want to wake up. They really become very angry when you try to show them that what they're serving and what they're a part of is not exactly what they signed up for. As as we say in Dark Mission, which I freely stole from an intel officer that I've been in touch with for many years that has been a very reliable source who feels, in essence, the same way I do, the lie is different at every level. And if you don't understand that the little pool of light that you're operating in is really only the little pool of light you're in, it doesn't extend to the entire agency or certainly to civilization, you won't make an effort to reach beyond that little pool to find out what someone in the next little pool of light thinks they know and has figured out. So what we have to do in, in this metaphor, if you can imagine the world on the night side seen from space, all darkness, we have to... We have to connect all these little pools of light again so that people, humanity as a whole, knows who it is and where it's been and where it's going. And the only way to do that is through the research that we're doing and other people are doing and in conversations such as this. And I know this may be a sensitive question, but I want to get it out of the way from the beginning because some people have asked me. Okay. Do you believe the Apollo mission really went to the moon? Unquestionably. Absolutely. I have zero, zero, zero doubt. Now, how can I be so confident? Because I've seen the real photographs. And it makes zero sense to me in a situation where everything was staged, everything was faked, that they would also fake alien ruins on the moon and then vigorously and aggressively deny them again and again and again and again. That, 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 that's just incomprehensible. There, there's no logic there. So it's much more logical, you know, the Occam's razor approach, right. to, to say that they went there on secret hidden agendas. They were funded by a massive American effort, the, the biggest priority since World War II to put all the resources together and go to the moon in less than 10 years to beat the Russians. Obviously, as a society, as a nation, we were encouraged, led to do this by John Kennedy, when, as we discover in Dark Mission, John Kennedy apparently figured out what the real agenda was. They killed him. And they continued going to the moon in secret, bringing stuff back. And then when their missions were over, they stopped going. And we haven't been back since. And notice now that our current president has said we're not going back again. We've been there, done that. And that makes absolutely no sense at all, which, of course, tells me there's something huge that the establishment is trying to keep us desperately in these last few hours of, of the cover-up, you know, metaphorically speaking, um, from trying to find out, from trying to put together, from trying to realize is really there. And I don't think this battle is over by a long shot. In fact, I don't think that the current so-called Obama plan to, to not go anywhere for the next 10, 15, 20 years is going to stand. I think enough people, both in the House and the Senate and in the United States here, and in the population as a whole, are going to vigorously demand that we have a space program at least equal to the rest of the world, because the rest of the world is going. I mean, China, Japan, India, Russia, the Europeans, they're all getting space programs. Why, the other day, Britain just announced the formation of a space agency. And <laughs> wonder of wonders, Argentina 
a few days ago, announced the creation of a space program with the assistance of the former Soviet Union. So how can the United States stand on the sidelines and just mark time in the, in the backwaters of history while the rest... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.